Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, August 13th, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hi, Emily. Hello, Ji-eun. How are you today? Enjoying the fact that it is a Saturday. Yes. One of the best days of the week. Of course. (laughs) Have you been keeping up with the Olympics? I haven't actually watched many events live, Mm -hmm. but I have kept up to date, mostly thanks to our Rio highlights and updates corner on Soul Calling each weekday. But I do find it all very exciting, especially the athletics. That is definitely ah, my favorite. Athletics. Mm. Well, what about you? I actually didn't think that I would get all that excited at first because, you know, it just comes back every four years and everything. <laughs> but I was, That makes it more exciting because you have to wait four years. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, I didn't think that I would be all that into it this time around for mm-hmm. no particular reason, actually. But I was actually forced to watch a few matches and competitions because I couldn't sleep because of the heat. Oh, yeah. And once I started watching a few, I just couldn't keep my eyes off. It is quite addictive. Mm-hmm. But for those of you who may not know, the time difference between Seoul and Rio is 12 hours. So it's absolutely huge, which means most of the games have been taking place in the wee hours of the night for those of us in Korea. That's right. And on top of that, the temperature stays well above 25 degrees Celsius or 77 degrees Fahrenheit for most part of the night here in Seoul these days. So many people here have been losing sleep for either or both reasons, myself included. Well, I guess it's a good thing you have something to keep you occupied on your sleepless nights then. True, but it also keeps me tired all day long. Well, you just have about one more week of the Olympics to go and probably around the same amount of time before these tropical nights come to an end. So hang in there. Thank you. And uh, I do hope that the tropical nights will uh, come to an end very soon. Me too. And of course, we also hope that all our listeners are staying healthy this summer and also enjoying the Olympic Games. Now, moving on to something even more exciting. The day is finally just around the corner. KBS World Radio's English service will be celebrating its birthday on Monday, August 15th. That's just two days from today. And KBS World Radio's English service is celebrating our 63rd birthday this year. On the same day, we celebrate Korea's 71st Independence Day. Now, many of you have sent in lovely, heartfelt messages to us, and we are very grateful. So thank you very much for for that. Listener Anand Mohan of India sent us a file full of lovely images of roses to congratulate us, while our monitor Ratan Kumar Paul from India wrote, wishing you and all Korean people a happy day for their coming Independence Day on the 15th of August. We, the Indian people, also celebrate our 70th Independence Day on the 15th of August. Let's all Indians and Koreans celebrate this day. Oh, what a lovely message. And actually, you can see that uh, we will put that up on our Facebook page on Monday, a photo with uh, the Indian flag and the Korean flag. It'll be up either this weekend or Monday. So check that out. And it's wonderful to be able to share all of these 
lovely messages with our listeners on this meaningful day. Our next message is also from another one of our loyal listeners in India. Listener Srivatsa wrote, Dear Listeners Lounge team, I want to wish KBS World Radio and its team a warm, happy and gracious birthday on August 15, 2016. Hope all the staff of this much beloved radio station have a great time and cheers for the job done well. Kamsamnida. That means thank you, of course. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Srivatsa, for that wonderful message. And of course, we've already shared with our listeners some of the messages that got us uh, got to us a bit earlier in last week's show, including those by our Filipino listener, Rex Del Malari, and our Pakistani listener, Riaz Ahmad Khan. Thank you again. We received many more messages through various channels, and we will be sharing more of those with our listeners on August 15th. So make sure you tune in. But once again, thank you. Without our listeners, it would have been impossible for us to reach this milestone. Now, just a couple of quick reminders before we move on to this week's letters and reports. The online version of 2016 Overseas Listener Satisfaction Survey is currently available on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. You can take the survey until August 31st, Korea time. So don't forget if you haven't taken the survey yet. And for those of you who received the offline survey forms, please remember that we also need the completed forms back by August 31st. And thank you to everyone who has already sent them in. Now we're going to take a quick break before we come back to share with you this week's listeners' letters, messages, recession reports, and more. Stay tuned. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners. And we'll share some of those with you on this program. We're going to start with some feedback on our broadcast sent to us via email by listener Paul Walker of Alaska, USA. We'll read some excerpts from the email. Paul wrote, KBS is one of the top international broadcasters, in my opinion. I'm a radio presenter slash producer slash program director in the USA and have been for 13 years or uh, for 13 years. So I sometimes look at and listen to programs in a slightly different way than some other listeners. The production quality of your programs is very good. The English hosts, whether they are native English speakers or not, are very easy to understand. I enjoy that you devote a good portion of time to listeners' letters and recession reports. I think Saturday is a great time for this too because on the weekend, maybe people are more relaxed and not in a rush and can take time to enjoy and listen a bit more. Well, thank you, Paul, for your very generous assessments. And the compliments do hold special meaning for us, knowing that you're also a radio personality yourself. Now, continuing with his email, he wrote, A few ideas, if you don't mind. For your English broadcast, what if you did a throwback song once a week? Especially for your English broadcasts, I think people might enjoy hearing a rock and roll or classic rock or early pop tune especially if it isn't Korean. I know your focus is on Korean news, information, culture and heritage, but for three to four minutes a week, I don't think this would hurt and would be something slightly different on shortwave radio. 
Well, you know, to be honest, this never actually crossed my mind before, but it does sound like a wonderful idea. I'm personally a sucker for old school pop <laughs> and rock numbers myself, so I think we should give this some serious thought. Maybe we can mix in a bit of golden goodies on our listeners' lounge song break once in a while, or you know, we would also love to hear what our other listeners think about this as well. Let us know what you think. Uh, but it's also true that we don't always get to make mm-hmm. all the decisions, so we'll have to take this upstairs at some yes. point, and it might not be, you know, right away next week that we get to make the decision. But in the meantime, thank you for that great idea, Paul. Some of the other great ideas Paul suggested that we include a broadcasting time slot that's a bit more suitable for listeners in the west coast of the USA, since our only North America-bound broadcast on fifteen point five seven five megahertz at thirteen hundred hours UTC ends up being five a.m. local time, which is very very. Early, too early. <laughs> He also recommended taking a minute near the end of the broadcast to quickly mention the times, frequencies, and target areas of our broadcasts in English. So thank you very much for these valuable ideas and feedback, and we will pass these suggestions on to the powers that be. As Gian mentioned, unfortunately, there are some decisions that we don't get to make on our floor here. Also, thank you for sending us your photos. Gian and I are absolute crazy about dogs. We are big, big dog lovers, as some of our listeners may have guessed from <laughs> listening to us on other days. So we fell in love with your precious pup in an instant. And of course, we shared a few of those photos on our Facebook page. If you or other people want to check those out, so thank you again, and we look forward to hearing from you soon. I remember Paul also saying that he doesn't always get Wi-Fi in his region, so、uh, we'll make sure that you get our schedule、uh, mm-hmm. or timetable along with your QSL card as well. Well, not this time around because it wasn't really a recession report. But the next time, <laughs> well, next up, we're going to move on to a handwritten recession report from our UK monitor, Grant Skinner. And unfortunately, there wasn't much good news. He tried three different frequencies on four different days last month, and all three were duds. They were not listenable at all. On July 14th, he turned on our 15.575 megahertz broadcast at 13:04 hours UTC using a Grundig YB400 receiver. With an extendable rod antenna, and the broadcast only yielded a simple rating of one five one five one. He also wrote, "There were people there talking, but the broadcast quality was degraded by electrical noise, which sounded like lots of crackles." On July fifteenth, he tried our nine point five one five megahertz broadcast at sixteen hundred hours UTC, which he also rated one five one five one. Grant said that he could only hear noises and crackles. And that he could only hear someone very faintly, and only once in a while admits the crackles. On July 16th, he tuned to 9.640 megahertz to try to catch our 1600-hour UTC broadcast, but got nothing. He said the broadcast wasn't on. And finally, on July 18th, he tried the 1300-hour UTC broadcast on 15.575 megahertz once again, but the simple was yet again one five. 
5151 with lots of noise and crackles. He wrote that the reception has been generally awful lately and that it's been a big disappointment for him. We could tell that he was a bit frustrated by his letter and he also noted how KBS could use a relay station, but hopefully this is a seasonal phase and the reception conditions in his area, which is Essex in the UK, will pick up in time as well. As always, Grant, thank you for monitoring our broadcasts despite the subpar conditions and we are very sorry for the inconvenience that you're experiencing. Staying in the UK, our monitor Nick Sharp keeps us up to date with the listening conditions in Middlesex, UK via daily email report, almost daily. And it looks like the conditions on 11.810 MHz is quite capricious to say the least. So far this month, the recession appears to have been hit or miss with the simple either at four across the board or one across the board with a few days in between. Uh, Nick tuned into our 2200-hour UTC broadcast on 11.810 MHz using a Yesu Musen FRG8800 receiver with a 15-meter L-shaped long wire external antenna set 2 meters above ground. The conditions were actually pretty good on August 1st with the Simpo at 4 across the board, but it dropped to 31311 the next day. Nick said that recession seemed okay with the interval signal, but there was co-channel interferences throughout. And it wasn't actually until August 6th that he could finally pick up our signal again. But even then, he said recession was possible, but the noise level was an issue, rating the simple 34211. Conditions picked up on August 7th with another rating of 4 across the board, but unfortunately it appears Nick has not been able to hear us since. We sure hope that there will be more 4 than ones for the rest of the month. Thank you as always for your dedication, Nick. We'll now move on to some of the reports from the Asian region. This one was emailed to us by listener Diwan Rifakul Islam, and in brackets he put Rana, president of the Friends Radio Club in Bangladesh. He tuned into us on July 20th between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC on 9.640 megahertz and rated the simple three across the board. He also wrote, "Dear friends, for me your station is a good friend." and the best teacher. I always find it a lot of fun to learn with your station and my life has become a lot more interesting because of your station. What a really lovely message Mm -hmm. to get. Not only are we friends, but teachers. That is very sweet. Well, thank you so much, Rana, for that. And we're so happy to hear that we could be a big part of your life. Rana also said that he wants to know more about Korea's cinema, lifestyle and food, etc. And asked, how many cinema halls are there in your country? Ooh. Well, I was afraid that I may not be able to find the answer online, but a quick search proved me very much wrong. According to the Korean Film Council website, there are currently 432 movie theaters in all of Korea, wow. with 91 of them in Seoul, the capital city. And as most of these theaters are multiplexes, they also had a screen count, which turned out to be 2,515. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So the short answer would be there are 432 multiplexes in Korea with 2,515 screening rooms in total. Thank you, Rana, for asking the question because otherwise I would have never looked this yeah, up. Yeah, and it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm, it know. is. Well, moving on, though, listener Muralidar M of India also tuned in to us via 
9.640 megahertz in his email. He said that he listened to KBS World Radio on July 26th and August 2nd, both days between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC at the set frequency 9.640 megahertz using a Texan PL660 receiver with the Sanjian ANT60 antenna. He rated the Simpo 3 across the board for both days, gave us some details about the programs he heard and requested QSL cards and stickers, which we'll be happy to send out. Riley also wrote, I'm interested to contribute to KBS World Radio in the capacity of the KBS World Radio official monitor. If opportunity exists in 2017, request you to please consider my candidature. Best regards, and 73. Well, thank you so much for volunteering, and we'll definitely keep you in mind. The best way to try to become a monitor is, of course, to just send us lots and lots of reception reports and let us know that you're interested. And then if the opportunity comes up next year, we will consider you. Now, listener Srivatsa of India, whose message we read earlier, sent us a reception report via email as well. Unlike some of our other listeners in India, however, Srivatsa says, are broadcast via 9.640 megahertz at 1600 hours UTC has been more or less not listenable in July and August, saying that there is no signal in most cases. Instead of simple ratings, he shared his thoughts on some of the programs that he could hear throughout early August. He listened to Business Watch on August 1st and said that he agreed with the program that small businesses should be encouraged and whole economic plan of Korea needs to be changed in order to ensure higher growth. On August 4th, Srivatsa listened to Korea Today and Tomorrow and said, Program on increased defection from North Korea made for interesting listening and dreams about a joint North-South Korean orchestra was quite interesting too. It made me think about the complexity of the situation. Complex indeed. On August 5th, he heard Emily and Karen talk about ice cream consumption, the film operation Chromite, and the Olympics on Soul Calling, and said, But believe me, you have not seen summer until you experienced it in India, and here too, we had record temperatures. I actually have experienced summer in India. Oh, really? Well, luckily for me, I was in the desert area, so it was dry. I wasn't in the humid area, so I think it was a little better. But the temperature still spiked up to 42 degrees Celsius. Yeah, I don't think I could handle that. Korea is the hottest place I've been in for summer, and it's tough here, I think. Yeah, I heard it went up to like 38 degrees in some parts of Seoul uh, on Thursday or Friday, somewhere around there. Anyway, uh, he also said that he enjoyed this week's Creative Minds of Korea on designer Han Kil-woo. So thank you, Srivatsa, for your feedback. Oh, and in one of the emails you've sent us, you were worried about the correct spelling of my name. Now, I spell it J-E-U-N-E, but it's actually pronounced like J-E-E. E-U-N, just so you know. Thank you for asking. <laughs> now, up next is a report by our monitor, Ratan Kumar Paul of India, who also sent us a lovely birthday message that we read earlier. 
Now, he sent us his monitoring logs dated July 23rd through 29th when he tuned into our 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz with the Sony ICF digital receiver. The conditions range from fair to good throughout the week. Rattan gave a four across-the-board rating on the 24th, 25th, and 28th, and three across-the-board for the rest of the days. The following week, he monitored our 1300R UTC broadcast on 9.570 MHz between August 1st and the 7th. The conditions were very similar to the earlier report, ranging from fair to good. He rated the Simpo 4 across the board on the 5th and the 7th, and 3 across the board for the rest. Thank you, Ratan. Your QSL cards will be on their way very soon. Listener Avinash Chikot, who lives in India, emailed his logs for two different frequencies that he tuned into on two separate occasions. On July 31st, he listened to us on 9.640 MHz from 1600 to 1630 hours UTC with his Sangian ATS909X digital receiver and a 20-meter-long wire antenna on the roof. He rated the simple 34333 and gave us some details of the programs he heard, including Hot Issues of the Week and K-Pop Interactive. The second report was for August 7th, when he tuned into us via 9.515 MHz, again between 1600 and 1630 hours UTC. The conditions were slightly better on this day, with the Simpo standing at 3 Four 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 four. This was also a Sunday, so he listened to Hot Issues of the Week and KPI once again. Thank you, Avanash, for your reports, and we will have your QSL cards on their way very soon. I think we may have time for just one more report. Our monitor, Honey Islam, left us an online recession report for August 8th when he tuned in to us between 1600 and 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz. It looks like our 9.515 megahertz broadcast uh, has been having a relatively good run because Honey also rated the SIMP before across the board. And I'm just going to knock on wood now because <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. But having heard that 9.640 sometimes fails, mm-hmm. and even in India, it's good to hear that 9.515 megahertz has been doing good. Again, knock on wood. <laughs> now, he identified his receiver as Siemens Make uh, with an antenna and wrote that the recession was good. Thank Thank you, honey, and your QSL will be on its way soon. And that brings us to the end of this segment. That is all the time we have for the letters, emails and reception reports from you today. Sadly, we cannot share every single letter and report on the show due to time constraints. But just because it's not mentioned on the program doesn't mean that your letters and reports are any less valuable than the ones that are mentioned on air. We actually read all of the letters and we reply to all of them. So thank you, everyone. And please know that we really do appreciate Appreciate every single report, message, comment, and any form of feedback from you. Thank you, everyone, as always, for keeping in touch with us. The information you provide to us is very important, and we rely on you to keep tabs on how our broadcast is being received in your part of the world. So please do keep those recession reports coming. Once again, we are continuing to update our address book and collect information about listeners' clubs. So if you have any changes in your contact information or if you are involved in a listeners' club, please let us know. Send an email to english at kbs.co.kr with address or listeners' club on your subject title with the new information so that it will be easy for us to identify your mail quickly. 
That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Emily Jennings. And this has been Kim Ji-yeon. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.